Hello, and welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Kara Hackelman, and I'm a certified life and weight loss coach. I help people just like you lose weight for the last time. Are you a little people-pleasing, a little procrastinating, and maybe a little perfectionistic? Do you eat when you are not even necessarily hungry? I can help you overcome that so you can finish losing weight and get out of your own way. Join me each week to get a little motivation and a lot of inspiration. Today, um, we're going to talk about mindful or attuned eating to improve your relationship with food. I'm Kara Hackelman. I'm certified life and weight loss coach, and I am the owner of Concierge Weight Loss. I am happy that you are listening today, uh, live or on the replay. All right, so what does mindful or attuned eating. Maybe you've heard about it because it's become more of a popular type thing. We're really starting as a culture to try to move away from some of the fad diets. And so this mindful eating is a different way of doing things. And so it's kind of been thrown around some. And so let's talk more about that today. The idea is that as you really develop a healthy, natural relationship with food, it will make everything else so much easier. You won't be fighting. You won't have that, that dissonance with your, um, what you're wanting to do. All right. So mindful or attuned eating, it means that you are using all of your physical and emotional senses to experience and enjoy the food choices you make. I wrote the definition down. I didn't want to miss it. Helping to increase gratitude for food and improving overall eating. So eat foods that you love for pleasure and fuel when your body is physically hungry. Bearing in mind that your body's responses before, during, and after the eating and managing your mind to create that satisfaction and health of both your body and your mind. So when I started practicing this, I had been so used to, and I'm sure probably you too, that you eat uh, what the diet tells you to. You, you avoid what the diet tells you to. So with this mindfulness, you get to have what you really love when you're hungry and you're thinking about how is my body going to react to this and what does my body need? So typically your body will start saying like, I need more protein or I need more fat. And so learning how to discover what your body needs and what it's asking for is going to be really crucial in this. That way you are not walking around hungry all day. So maybe you're eating just for your body and then your mind is like, but I really want a cheeseburger. And so you figure out, does the cheeseburger really fit? Does it feel good in my body? Can I, <clears throat> how much of it do I need? Do I, am I actually physically hungry? Like you, you kind of play with all of these questions. And then when you make a food match, then you eat it. And that way <clears throat> it satisfies what your body needs, what it's asking for, what you will be served emotionally with. Like, are you going to be happy and satisfied with this? Or are you going to be looking for something else later? <clears throat> Excuse me. So the importance to note, the goal of mindful eating is changing your eating behavior, not weight loss. So when you start like investigating some of the mindful eating practices, Many times people lose weight while they're doing this and you will reach like a, a maintainable healthy weight, but it might not be 
the BMI number. It might not be what you think it's supposed to be. And so your body does kind of gets to a set point if you're uh, mindfully or intuitively eating. So with that, um, the uh, thing to remember here is that uh, it's not necessarily about weight loss when you're reading some of the information about intuitive or mindful eating. However, if you're not overeating, you're listening to what your body actually is asking for and needs, feels good in your body, maintaining a healthy weight with that lifestyle is inevitable. All right, so I've said this many, many times, all food has value, all food. There, uh, we've talked about the good versus bad food just a few weeks ago, um, that all food has value. Eat what you like for the benefit of. And so when you're thinking that, that's kind of what I alluded to just a moment ago. Eat what you like because you like it, because your body's asked for it, because you're hungry, because you need more um, energy, because you're wanting to sustain energy longer, because your skin is dry, because whatever it is, you get to decide what that benefit looks like for you. You also get to decide if you're avoiding anything. So you get to decide what you need, what your body's asking for, what you want and like. You also get to decide what you're avoiding. So maybe you have a medical condition. Maybe you just simply don't like certain foods. Whatever it is, it's your choice. It's your decision what you're avoiding. And it's not a restriction because it's your choice. Nobody's told you you can't have it. The example that's nice to use is even if you're diabetic, your doctor may have told you they don't want you to have high glycemic type foods, right? You're supposed to stay within a certain amount of carbs. You have the ability, the choice to eat outside of that. No one's forcing you to do that. You decide if you want to follow that plan because you've decided you also want health. And so that's your choice. We don't follow a diet in my program specifically for this because as soon as I tell you don't have this, that's going to be the first thing you want. So you get to decide what you're avoiding, if anything. And typically for me, I know how my body feels after I've had something. So sometimes I call those a two-bite food. Like some things I just don't want to get rid of. I'm like, that's a two-biter because, if, or it's just something I don't like and I'm never going to have that. So you're going to tune into your body's emotions. Um, tune into your body and your emotions, not your body's emotions. Tune into your body and your emotions. Are you physically hungry? So figure out what your body cues are. And if you work with me, I totally dive into this with you. Really separating what is your brain saying I want something? What is your body saying I'm physically hungry for? And figuring that out. So it's easy to say, pay attention to your body's cues, but if you've never listened to them, it might be confusing to figure out what is my body saying to me? What, I don't even know what a cue is. And so when you come work with me, that is one of the things that we will become very clear on. What exactly is a body cue? Like what is a hunger cue? What is your body saying? And I'll help you figure that out. I have all of the experience of my own weight loss and working with other women. So 
There's been some that I've never experienced myself, but I've helped other women with. So I'll be able to help you figure out what exactly your body's cue is. And it might be one of the ones that I've heard before, or maybe I could say like, you keep telling me this thing. And so I'll be able to help you as you're telling me what you're experiencing, figure out what some of those cues specifically are for you. So what are you feeling physically and emotionally? As you're tuning into that, like you're definitely gonna be paying attention to your hunger. Are you emotional? Like what is that feeling that you're feeling right now? Are you just simply needing fuel? Is that all it is? Like I'm like I'm just feeling like my body needs some fuel. Or is it like I am so stressed out, I just need a break and I'm looking for food to solve that. Well, if that's what it is, it's not going to actually match with what your um like a food match. And so a food match is when you're eating what you like, when you're hungry, thinking about what your body needs, what your brain wants, what your taste buds want. And how is it gonna feel afterwards in your body? So if all of those things blend together and none of them are disagreeing with the other, that's a food match. And it seems like a lot every time you're putting something in your mouth, but you'll get really quick at deciding what a food match looks like as you ask yourself these questions. So before eating, ask yourself, what do I want to eat? What do I even want to eat? and decide like, you know, maybe you say a, a big old cheeseburger and a large fry sounds like exactly what I want to eat. I, I just, that's what I want. And then you think, how would I feel if I ate it? And so would it satisfy me? Or would I be looking for the next thing? I don't know, maybe it, maybe it would satisfy you, right? Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe sometimes when I notice, like especially like if I was wanting Twizzlers, like I used to love Twizzlers so much and I still like them, but what I notice is they don't satisfy me. So I typically try to find things that satisfy me. So like a piece of dark chocolate or a piece of even milk chocolate, I get like a full experience with it. So when I'm hungry and I'm looking for something sweet, I'm like, yeah, I'll have a piece of chocolate because after I've had that, I'm not looking for 10 more pieces of chocolate or finishing the bag. With Twizzlers, I'm typically still not satisfied. I'm looking for something else and I'm only stopping when the bag's empty. So ask yourself, what do you want? How would it feel in your body? Would it satisfy you? Visual, visualize yourself eating this. Answer these questions thinking about how you would feel. You've eaten these foods probably many, many times. This might be a little bit harder to do when you've never had that food before, but if you've had it, go ahead and just ask yourself, what is it that I would be feeling? And so this process may seem kind of foreign. And so I do, I work with my clients on this because they just want it to be simple. Just tell me what to eat, not to eat. But if I empower you to make the decisions for yourself, that goes with you forever. You know, the whole teach a man to fish thing, right? So when I first started, I worked with a coach and my coach wouldn't tell me what to eat. And I just felt so broken in deciding what to have. I wanted her to tell me to have this or don't have this or focus on that. And as I was doing that, um, I was disempowering myself. I had no confidence in my own ability. I used to say my picker was broken. I couldn't choose. I was so overwhelmed. I just couldn't decide. So with this, there's a few ways for you to figure out 
what you want to eat. So instead of me saying, what do you want to eat? You should be eating this. This is how you decide. What do I want to eat? Do I even like it? How would it feel if I ate it? How would my body feel? Would it satisfy me? And then picture all of that and make your decision. Always start with exactly what, like, um, I heard it explained one time. If, if money was no object, nobody had to cook it for you. It just like magically appeared, you know, instead of the tooth fairy, it was the magical food fairy appeared with exactly what it was you wanted. And you didn't have to worry about calories. You didn't have to worry about anything. That's where you start. If, you know, your favorite steakhouse was going to just bring it like fresh off the grill and bring it to you, is that what you'd want? You know, maybe it, it's uh, the juicy cheeseburger or the french fries, or maybe it's, you know, like that that salad that has all those amazing things in the salad. It's not just a pile of lettuce. And you're like, that is exactly what I would love to have. That's what you start with. Whatever it is that you think, I would absolutely love to have that. So I see someone just joined us. Go ahead and put in the comments where you're from. And Holly would love to say hi to you. Let's see here. So eat it only if it's what you want and what your body would be satisfied with. That is what we would call a food match. So that is the before you've even eaten questions, right? So we're talking about the mindful eating and um, the, uh, sorry, I had a gnat or something in here. So while you're eating, there's different questions. And so I understand that we totally get uh, sidetracked while we're eating. We're probably looking at our phones and we're watching TV or we're having conversations if we're out with people, eating as a family, things like that. Take some time and get used to asking yourself some questions by yourself. Um, that'll be the best time to do it. And then when you're with others and you've gotten used to doing some of this, you can do this when you're slightly distracted eating with other people or that kind of thing. Um, some people call it a monk meal where you just eat in silence because monks eat in silence. And so it's a time for reflection. So during this monk meal or this eating in silence, I want you to watch and listen. Really experience your body, your emotions, your thoughts, all of the food, right? I want you to have the full experience. Like this, this is the last meal or what? Okay, so I'm going to tell a quick story. I took my son and his best friend on a backpacking trip. We went up in the mountains and uh, we had packed everything we were going to eat for um, this long weekend. Uh, we filtered our water. We did all the things. And so after we got done, we went and got cleaned up and I took them to a steakhouse. They said that the steak was the best flavor they've ever had before. They said that the, I think they had like 12 sodas. The 12 sodas, like they were so impressed with the ice and like the way the soda tasted. And so um, if you have been without for a long time and you're really like, oh, savoring every moment and you really can get totally engulfed in that experience. That's what I want this monk meal type thing as you're learning this to be like, really watch and listen, total experience with all of it. Your body, how you're feeling, your thoughts, your emotions, all of the food that you're having, okay? Really just pay attention to it all. You're just observing it, getting to really experience it all. Your body will tell you how much it needs. So as you're really getting into this paying attention part, 
you're going to start understanding, um, not understanding, but you'll create some awareness. Like you'll, you'll feel certain things that you never noticed before when you were distracted while you ate. So you'll notice that maybe, um, maybe you were just picking the best bites. I don't know. It'll be different for each person. And so, um, there's a whole bunch of hunger cues out there. Um, I can help you specifically find yours, but the um, idea is to really pay attention to what happens routinely so that you notice when you're ready to be done eating. So while you're eating, I want you to think about all your senses, right? I said, make this a full experience to really savor it, okay? Look at what your food looks like. Does it look appetizing? So sometimes certain meals just look like a pile on your plate, right? Is it, uh, is it appetizing as far as the appearance of your food? Smell your food. What does your food smell like? Does it smell like, oh, like I have already, you know, been happy just with how it smells. So as you're doing this mindful eating process, really savoring all of the senses. So we've talked about appearance and aroma. Look at the texture of your food. Um, we had some Cajun food the other day, and I'm not gonna say it right, maku chicken or something. It just looked like a pile of sludge. Now that texture would not have been appetizing, but the aroma was amazing and the flavor was amazing. So you might not get all of these, but just notice them so that as you're, as you're looking at it and trying to have an whole, a whole entire experience, you're at least understanding why you're having something. So appearance, aroma, texture, the flavor, make sure the flavor is something you enjoy. And then is there a sound? Does this food make sound? Sometimes we look for, instead of chips, what we're really looking for is crunchy. We just like that sound of the food. So that is what it would look like to have like an entire experience while you're eating. After you're done eating, just check in, reconfirm that that was a food match in 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 of itself, or decide how could I be more satisfied next time? What did my body respond with? Um, and then just plan to adjust it the next time. So as you've checked in, you've had this entire experience. It's the best time to decide how would you want to do it different because you've just experienced it. You know that I just had this. And this is what happened. Like I, you know, I probably had a few bites too many or I wouldn't pair it with this again. And so with the, with the makchu, maku chicken, however you say that, um, when I had that, I, I did notice that like the crunchy bread that was with it, I wanted a few bites of that every so often because the there was no texture in the food. And so just knowing that, and when you do that, what you're doing is you're setting up your next meal so that you totally have an even better experience. Um, if you noticed that you, overate quickly. Well, how could you slow down? If you did not like it, plan something different. It's just your way of checking in, kind of assessing while it's fresh in your mind, what would make a better experience, a better food match next time as you're practicing this mindful eating. So um, we talked about before, during, and after some questions, how to check in with your mindful eating process, this monk type meal that we talked about. And with this, you're gonna keep eliminating old diet rules. They're gonna pop up in your brain. You're gonna say, I shouldn't. Anytime you hear the word should or shouldn't, question where that comes from. Because as you're hearing that, you're probably tapping into some old diet rule. 
What is it you're wanting to accomplish here? You're wanting to eat really good food, have a great relationship with any food, and listen to your body, really. Focus on what your body needs, the health of it. As you do those things, old diet rules are gonna come up again and again. You get to decide what you keep and what you want your standard or your boundaries, what, what you want to fit into your um, day-to-day type of eating. So it's always your choice, you're in control. And so all of this process, it may feel a little tedious in the beginning. What it's doing is it's empowering you to make the decisions. So as I said, when I first started losing weight, I've lost over 60 pounds and kept it off. So as I first started losing weight, I said my picker was broken. I couldn't decide what I wanted to eat. I couldn't decide what I should eat. See that should work. And I did not feel in control. So this empowers you. This process, it uh, doesn't have to be done every single time because you'll start learning what you like and you'll make food matches so much faster. But you'll always want to check in from time to time and see if you're making a food match. Um, Put a little more intentionality in it. And then it empowers you to have confidence that you're in control. Your picker's not broken. You can decide what you like and what your body needs. You're really attuned to listening to what you want and what your body's asking for. So you're going to focus on what you want to eat and not Um, and what you are eating, not on what you're not or what you're avoiding, what you haven't planned. Um, As a weight loss coach, I hear often that people feel very restricted as they're trying to lose weight. And that's because they're thinking about all the things that they are not having. Again, it's your choice to have them or not. You get to decide how your weight loss journey looks. And so you may have made a decision to avoid things for a period of time, or like I said, some foods have become a two-bite food for me. I just want a little bit of flavor, and that doesn't give me any of the bad after effects. However, it's going to look for you. It's you getting to decide on that. But if you're focusing on what you are having and what you are eating and what you are choosing, you're going to keep looking at all the things you get. That creates that gratitude, that satisfaction with your food and the process. You're not going to feel restricted because you're not. You're not feeling restricted because you're focusing on all the things you are choosing. Um, I want you to remember that you have weight loss goals and you also have desire. If you stop listening to what you desire and you keep squashing it down, it's gonna like, I want food that I like and it's going to really react to you. So remember, you can have the delicious food and show up for your weight loss goals too. With self-compassion. So self-compassion for yourself that you're figuring this out. It's a process. Nobody gets it overnight. Um, There will be mistakes and count those up as steps in the process. You needed to learn that mistake before you could go on to the next success. As long as you're looking at that, you won't get stuck in the perfection of things. You won't stop or get overwhelmed that you're not doing it right because it had to happen that way. It had to happen so that you could take the next step forward in this journey. So you you probably previously ate for emotional disconnect. Uh, Maybe you ate when you were tired needing energy or you were bored and you wanted some excitement. Maybe 
you ate when you were stressed or overwhelmed or so many other things. So now as you're figuring this out, the mindful eating, that intuitive eating, being really attuned to what your body is asking for, sometimes your tongue is gonna say, your brain's gonna say, I want food, but your body is not actually physically hungry. You have all these ingrained patterns of habit eating when you were emotionally eating for whatever the emotion was. Be super compassionate with yourself as you're learning new things. So that is what I wanted to present with you today. The mindful eating, that attuned eating so that you can have a healthy, natural relationship with food, whatever food you choose to put in your plan, in your day-to-day -day eating. And I wanted to offer you, um, if you if you love this and you're like, hey, yeah, that's exactly what I need to lose my weight, I help people create lasting weight loss. So. We're gonna figure out exactly what it is you need. I, I have plenty to pick from so that I can see what exactly works for you and what your issues are. To help get started with that process, I would love for you to take my free next step quiz. It'll help you identify where you're sabotaging your weight loss currently. Um, what you've done in the past. So while you're looking at your relationship with food, so what is it with food that you're using um, to eat, not just for hunger? So take that quiz, get a peek at what weight loss coaching could focus on with you, and I will see you next week, same time, same place. Thank you for listening to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. Like what you heard today? Leave a review or share with a friend. And check out the next step quiz where you'll find what has held you back from lasting weight loss and what to do next. You will find the link to this and many other helpful podcasts and videos in the show notes. I can't wait to see you there.